2: Live.
1: I have to say this because I know our spirit and our emotions is stirred. I'm not against nobody on the panel. I'm with everybody on the panel. I'm not diametrically di- opposed to anybody on the panel. I agree with everything my brother said about revolutionaryism. So let me ask you guys a few questions. We're in the South. We're in the heart of the South right now. Who fishes? Who knows how to fish? Hands down. Who knows how to hunt? Left hands. Hands down. Who shoots on a regular basis, meaning once or twice a week? Hands down. Now, you see how many hands? Who farms and grows their own food right now? Hands down. You ain't ready to oppose nothing. You are as a part of this system as any white person gentrified in this city. And you can't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about, because I lived in this neighborhood long enough to know when, every, when two out of every five yards had a garden in the back. I'm old enough to know how when the Muslim community was the strongest security force and food, their own food force in this community. Black people, I love you, and I love you enough to tell you you ain't ready to revolt shit. You don't feed yourself, you don't hunt your own animals and slaughter them, you don't prep your own meat, you don't own your own land, you don't have a seed growing in your window. So when you think about revolutionarism, you think about fighting and dying in the street, you ain't shit if you can't feed your children. You ain't nothing if you can't teach your children to hunt. I've been hearing this revolutionary talk all my life. All my life, I've been seeing leaders get before me and tell me how much of a strong warrior, and just like the United States Army, just like the military, I've seen their words, send black boys off to die in the streets fighting and arguing with police. You have no win. He was innocent and he got 19 years. His mama couldn't afford the right lawyer. His dad didn't know a senator. You have no wins. If you. How many of you practice a martial art today? Who practices a martial art today? How many boys are practicing a martial art in your community today? Today. That's what I'm saying. We're not ready to fight. You say fight back, fight the police. The police are trained to shoot. They're trained in martial combat. We're not. What are we going to do? Now, I'm not saying give up. I'm not saying you can't train yourself. But what I'm saying is, if you're not training every week, if you're not shooting every week, if you're not knowing how to grow your own food, arguing with me and arguing with the police, and going to do nothing. Because oh. if we all oh. leave right now, If we all leave right now and we got a speed ticket, we ain't all going to agree not to pay it. You understand what I'm saying? I agree we steal slaves. I'm telling you right now today, Malcolm said, by any means necessary, by any means necessary. And we're talking about children. We're talking about young men. These boys aren't even intelligent enough yet not to know what girl not to like. They're not even intelligent enough yet not to know how to, I always should have a condom. They're not even intelligent enough yet to know not to argue with their teachers. Don't send these babies out to die because you didn't die when you were 21. Don't you send these babies out to die because you feel like you missed the 60s and the 70s. I want to see more black attorneys, more black law enforcement. I want to see more black people pooling their money to run their own candidates. I want to see more black police officers that are from the neighborhood because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they tried to leave.
3: non-threatening dude ever when it comes to that stigma the black people are to be feared that is the biggest hypocrisy on the planet historically y'all have been the most dangerous on the planet black people ain't never hung nobody from trees ain't nobody, never shot nobody with water hoses ain't never sick dogs on them ain't never got don't
1: screw white people through the judicial system ain't never raped murdered and pillaged come on man alone. Uh-huh.
4: problems 196 countries in the world and i bet you think ours is the best real problems if your answer is yes then i guess you don't regret the npt treaty and all the nuclear tests real problems you're probably more focused on trump and all his white house guests real problems what's in his cabinet but have you ever seen a real china set better yet better learn to speak mandarin because china is set real problems ready to get and grab that pussy i mean Real problems, offshore accounts in Hispaniola, but you're still talking about election recounts supposed to be woke because you know a little spoken word disposed while the rest of the world is opposed. We are at war with the poor, real problems. Black agriculture and clan-based thinking, modern-day slavery, mass incarceration, eugenics, and planned population, masterminding by Abraham Lincoln. Real problems. Just rearrange the slaves, sell them hope in a white god, and they'll do all our jobs. Real problems. Philosophy or religiosity, do as I say, for I am the Lord, but don't copy me. Real problems. Religion plus mind control ain't no stopping me. Real problems. The world's poorest countries full of 100% believers, but in the richest countries, the most high are the achievers. Real problems. People living in caves, sex slaves, child molestation, unspiritual rituals, is this shit even getting to you? Real problems. Demonic days, Hades and Haiti, Reaganomics since the 80s. Real problems. But y'all still all in squalor, hollering over Obamacare, but do your mama care? Real problems. More poor deaths in Syria before I'm pouring my cereal. Real problems. Famine in the motherland, but in Chicago, I'm shooting at my brother, man. Real problems. The Ukraine claims the government is out of line. Out of sight, out of mind, real problems. The guns in Israel and Palestine killed a hundred times more kids than Columbine, real problems. Native Americans in pipelines, real problems. Peace treaties out in right minds. It was at a time when the white man was not in his right mind, real problems reparation and acres seem like it was ages ago. Get over it like bridges over troubled water, but my people in Flint today still need clean water. Real problems. New world order is controlled by what you order at McDonald's. Dollar menu, biodegradable cups fucked up, they charging me for free water. Real problems. My cell phone is waterproof but my world wide web and my internet can't get wet. Real problems. Not which candidate rains, but can you stand the acid rain? Real problems. Selling hope but it Ignoring climate change, real problems, when the global economy collapses finally with a higher status, admit that not all lives matter, real problems, when the Russians release the data, do we really care about all the hacking or do we just want all the likes on our Facebook and Instagram status, real problems, 800 million people go hungry in the world every day. Real problems. People being stoned to death because they're gay. Real problems. Six million deaths in China because of air pollution. But we making that paper, so who cares about a solution? Real problems. HIV was created by man, and if they haven't told you, they're about to drop a new strand that even magic can't defend. Hocus pocus, don't focus on the real problems. Twenty of my brothers and sisters murdered in Somalia by a suicide bomber on any given Sunday. But we get mad because Tom Brady can't play or don't agree with capitalism. Way of expressing his freedom of speech that the women of Mozambique never had anyway. Real problems. My family in Uganda is still starving. Real problems. The world's most mineral-rich lands, the Republic of Congo beefing with Rwanda over coltan. Real problems. That's the shit that makes your cell phone program. Real problems. We are programmed to think that we have no land. Real problems. Skull and crossbone leaders will never let us forget that they beat us. A game of chess won by the elitists. Real real problems. Might is right. The winners rewrite history. Real problems. Institutional power gets stronger by the hour, while we get happy because they legalize sour. Now they taxing a plant that was already ours. Real problems. Did we go to war for business or going to business for war? So far ago, Mesopotamia. Summer versus Alam. Christianity versus Islam. For 30 years, battle of Field, Romans versus the Persians. Serbia versus the Turkish. History making us nervous. 1679 French and the Spanish, Haitians versus Dominicans, Caucasians and the African Americans, Jews versus the Samaritans, Hebrews versus the Arabic,
1: got everybody scared of shit. Real problem.
5: black. Did you know that you are the salt of this earth? Did you know that you were here many, many millennia before anything or anyone? Did you know that all To make that change, family. It's
0: time to give with it. We gotta come out with it and we gotta do what we gotta do. Time to make that change, people. This is Sada Amonel, and you're listening to the Chemistry Trilogy Show. I'm broadcasting live on the thirty three degree parallel, literally. I am situated on this planet in these United States on the 33-degree parallel where all things and everything goes on at once. And believe me, back in the day, it went on all at once. I often think back and as a child and remember remembering what I told my mother. I told my mother that I would never come to this place, which is Alabama. I'm here now, been here over 20 odd years. And believe it or not, I enjoy it. But as a child, I saw the images of Martin Luther King and I saw the images of our people with the dogs and the water hoses on the Edmund Pettus Bridge, which I have also visited. I think the last time I was there, uh, Clinton was president. Bill Clinton was president. Walking across the Edmund Pettus Bridge of course, I've been over the bridge many times other than when he visited, but that was my last time. And I told my mother that I would never come to this place. Why? Well, you see how those people are being treated that look like me? How badly they were treated with the dogs and the hoses and the billy clubs and the police and The children, the little girls that was bombed in the church, about the same age as me, but they were older than me, of course. But when I got to that age and I saw the images and the pictures and what had happened, you know, I thought back and said, well, that could have been me. That could have happened to me, even in the state of Tennessee, which is where I'm originally from. That could have happened to me there, but to see it on television where many of our people stood up down here, they stood up. They were not cowards. They saw the injustices. They saw how they were treated. They felt how they were treated when no one is better than the other, no matter what color you are. Now, we bleed red. We all bleed red. Many of us have two feet, two hands, ten fingers, ten toes. We have hair. We have two eyes, a nose, two ears, two legs, two arms, and a torso. And as I said before, we all bleed red. But we're not all the same people. We're not the same. And the reason why I said that, We are the same. We are the same in that aspect, in the physical aspect. But in the mental aspect, we are not the same. We are not the same. Now, I don't know about the others. There is no psychological reasons that so far that I haven't read or that I don't know about as to why we're not the same in the mental capacity. But in that DNA, we're not the same simply because we don't have the same DNA. We have a human genome, but that other part that they say that's, uh, what they call it, it's trash, garbage DNA, whatever they call that. Now that's something to ponder. That's something to think about. I know that our DNA is not the same. As I said before, we have the same body, physical makeup, but our mental DNA is not the same. Who are these people? Who are you? Have you examined yourself? Have you often thought whether you were prejudiced? Now I'm speaking to the Highly melanated people eh, like myself. I'm not going to call myself black. As the intro just said, did you know that you are not the color black? You are not the color black. It's a color. Don't call yourself black people. Don't call yourself colored. Don't call yourself African American. Don't call yourself Negro because by doing that you're putting yourself in a box. You're putting yourself in a place that you not know of that has been labeled for you. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to label yourself and be in a box so that others can define you because you are who you are. And of course, as you say to yourself, I am that I am, I'm all that I am. You were not put here on this planet to be labeled in a box. You were not put here on this planet to be called black. As a matter of fact, you were put here on this planet to rule. But somehow down through the years, We've forgotten it. And it has been taken over by others who call themselves human beings, and they're not. They're not human beings. So how are you going to rectify that? How are you going to fix that? Well, the first thing when you listen to the intro of this show as a young man said, how many of y'all can just go out there right now and feed yourself and feed your family? How many of y'all have a garden? How many of y'all have your own cows and pigs? How many of y'all have your own land? If something went down right now, how many of y'all are going to defend yourself? Right now, you're in a position to be slaughtered. Right now, you're in the position to be purged, which is basically what's going on right now. You're being purged simply because you can't defend yourself. You can't go outside and gather food. You have to rely on the so called massa the white supremacist who feels like he's supreme over you. that was a discussion, as a matter of fact, just a few moments ago on Facebook. And the question was, and I invited them to come to the show. The number's in there. Our phone number is 724-444-7444, hashtag. I'm going to repeat it. Seven two four 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 seven four 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 hashtag the call id is one four three two eight six hashtag one four three two eight six hashtag just call in we can talk about this now i'm going to borrow that question and the question was Well, actually, the the statement was. We'll start with this statement. And this is coming from Nat Turner. He's a friend of mine. And he he says this. The city of Hoover, which is, I'm a resident of Hoover, Alabama, okay? The city of Hoover has roughly 86,000 residents. Their city is allocated $3 million to their school system. Birmingham, which is no more than 15 miles away from me right now, north of here, is a city with roughly 212,000 residents compared to 86,000 residents. However, the mayor of Birmingham only allocated $665,000 to their school system in his new budget proposal. Now, let's do the math, okay? That's a little over a half a million dollars,
5: because so a half
0: a million dollars is $500,000. $500, that's a half a million. $500,000 is a half a million dollars. So he allocated a little over that, 665000 compared to $3 million. Where I am, the the city of Hoover, and their residents, the school. We have some beautiful schools. We have a beautiful library. Everything is really nice down here. What I think is
5: the businesses.
0: You 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 owe a lot to the businesses down here because there's a a gargantuan mall here. There's all kinds of, all kinds of businesses. You, there is, you, you, you name it, it's there. Now, Birmingham is a huge city. There's 280. And I don't think, I don't think part of that is in Hoover. Part of it may be in Hoover. I'm not sure. But I think part of that, part of 280 is in Shelby County, and part of 280 is in Birmingham. And 280 is awfully busy and have all types of businesses. Birmingham is a big city. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of good things in Birmingham. There's malls, anything you could ever ask for, in the whole wide world is in Birmingham. Of course, anything you could ask for in Hoover in the whole wide world is here in Hoover. But you have more residents in Birmingham than Hoover. So why is the city of Hoover paying three million to their school system and Birmingham is only paying a little over half a million, not even a million dollars? So he says, is race a factor? I don't think race is a factor. I think the problem is, is the mayors. There's a difference between the mayors. Now, I know for a fact that the Hoover mayor, he's not, well, he's not highly melanated, but I do not think he's a Caucasian. Let me pull him up. Hoover, Alabama, Mayor, let's pull him up and see what he is, because I'm not for certain he's who he is. Um, he's got a weird name, I do believe. Yes. His name is Frank V. Brocato. Frank V., as in Victor, of Brocato, Brocato. Now, with a name like that, I'm pretty sure his ancestry probably goes back to Italy or somewhere, which is where we come from. We have black Italians, too. But, you know, he's one of those Caucasian Italians. So his name is Frank v, Frank V. Brocato, okay? Now, let's find the Birmingham mayor.
2: and let's see i do believe it's let's
0: see find him oh well there's still william bell Hmm. i thought they had a new mayor william bell william bell is a highly melanated man so I think that's the problem. It's the problem. The mayors are the problems. Now, why don't our brother give more for the school school system there? I have not a clue. I have not a clue. Now, I don't know too much about William Bell, but maybe he should kind of look into that and see what he can do into changing uh, his status on the school system up there. I mean, what? I, I can't say, you can't say that the money is going into his pockets because we don't know. We don't know. Uh, it could be going to something else. It could be going to the water board. It it could be going to, you know, the city's
5: payroll.
0: So, We don't know where the extra money is going, but I do know that Birmingham is no poor city. What I do know is there's a lot of highly melanated people up there, but there's a lot of highly melanated people down here as well. It's a lot of us down here. I, I can't even say it's more of them down here than it is us, I believe. It's half and half, and we also have a lot of uh, Mexican people here. There, there is a lot of Hispanic people here, and they also have businesses. Well, we have businesses as well. There's a lot of Europe, European people here. There's a lot of European people in Birmingham. They're everywhere. We're everywhere. So I can't say that it's race-related. It's the mayors, one mayor cares a lot about his city and the students that would be going to the schools and then you have another mayor that maybe doesn't care as much. That's what I'm looking at, that's my point. So when Brother Nat Turner says Is race a factor? No, race is not a factor. The factor is the mayors. And, you know, I stated that. I stated it's more highly melanated people in the ham, which we say short for Birmingham. And there's plenty of us here in Hoover, okay, highly melanated people, me included. I think it's the difference. I think it's the difference between the mayors. So, like I said, one mayor cares more about the people and the kids' education, and the others don't.
5: So, you know, I can't state it any clearer.
0: So, guys, why don't you call in? I left the number for you all, and we can talk about this further. We can go deeper into it. Just give us a call, and, of course, you know that number is 724-444-7444, hashtag, and the call ID is one four Now, I'm not going to stay on that subject too much longer. I think we can go on to other things. And, of course, each and every night, Friday night, I always read a chapter of the Chemistry Trilogy. Um, I have had my novels out for a while, since 20. 20- actually 2012, maybe 2011, I say 2011, and uh, what they are is, you know, they're fiction, nonfiction, there's a lot of truth in these novels, and there's also a little fiction, just to get my folks to read, Uh, also, they are futuristic, if you want to kind of know what's going to happen in our future, pick up the chemistry trilogies, you can get them on Amazon.com. You can also go to my website. I typed it in the chat. chemistrytrilogy.com, dot com. dot com. That's chemistry with a K. Experiencechemistry with a K. dot com. Uh, you can also go to CreateSpace. They have them there. They also come in the Kindle edition. They come in paperback, so you can touch them, feel them. When you read, a lot of people like to feel their books. I don't know. They, you know, in love with the paper. I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, it's how they feel. A lot of people like to do that. A lot of people like the the, the Kindle edition where you can put it on your phone, tablet, computer, take it with you. It takes you maybe about not quite a week to get through them. I think the longest one is 212 pages. I don't think it's that long. I think it may be 205, 209, something like that. You can get through with it in two or three days. Get all three, the Chemistry Bright Light, the Chemistry Gathering of the Vanguard, and Chemistry The War. You have to buy them all in succession because one book preludes the other. When you finish with one book, you're going to be sitting there with questions. You're going to want to know what happened next. So, therefore, you have to buy the second book, Chemistry the Vanguard. You get the bright light and you read it. The ending really is not the ending of the book. And I'll give you a little preview of the ending of the bright light. Just a little bit. Okay. Femi, and we have yet to introduce Femi yet. We're going to introduce her when we read the next chapter. Femi told Rupa and me that we have to meditate in comedic energy and spirituality. I'm more than ready to know the truth and what I must do to transform my soul. You will know thyself. My son, Uncle Deju, replied. So that's going to be it. So what, what happens after that? What happens after that? So you'll want to get the chemistry gathering of the vanguard. And then once you finish with chemistry gathering of the vanguard, you'll want to get chemistry the war. But it doesn't end there. I have another novel coming out. We're still waiting for the cover to get that one out on the table. And it's called Chemistry with the K K, 9X. Boy, you're going to really flip over that one. Because it's going to be so much knowledge and so much information in that one for the future that you you're going to just, it's going to blow your mind. As a matter of fact, You might be able to see some of that future in that one now, some of it, not all of it, but a little bit of it. You may see it now, so you're going to flip out on that one, and that's book four. And also, hopefully I'll have it finished before the eclipse on August the 21st, a fifth book, a fifth chemistry. It's called the realm of the gods. That may be my last one. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say if it will or not, but it may just be the last. So what you want to do is you want to get these novels. You want to get all five of them because nothing like this is going to come along again, and especially from a sister, okay? you better grab them before they did the Matrix and the Matrix 2 and Return of the Matrix and all that with Sister Sophia Stewart. I'm not going down that path. I don't want to sell out, and I'm not going to sell out. And I must say, if I happen to, then I'm really going to have to be paid some money out of the wazoo. Plus, I still want to have creative control. They're going to really have to pay for this, but I I doubt if I sell out because the next thing they would do if I sold out is they would put Becky in the place of Femi, and I, I won't like that because, people, I want to show our power and who we are. You don't want to sell out like that. You don't ever want to do that in anything that you do. I know times are going to be hard. Times are going to be rough. That's why you need to prepare. You need to prepare right now your own garden, your own land, your own everything. This is the reason why I do this because I don't want to sell out, and I'm pretty sure you don't want to sell out. We need our own. And also, I'm going to start a Kickstarter program, and I want you guys to contribute if you if you can just put a dollar if I had two hundred and twenty five thousand of my people give just give me a dollar, I can make one hellified movie. That's what happened with get out. Get out was a low budget movie, and look what it did. Look what it did, and honestly. That movie was made for us. That was something that we needed to see. We needed to see that because with all the missing people of us, our people missing and not being found, and I would say harvested. That movie Get Out, hey, it it, it really showed us, what's happening on the big screen. That's something that we needed to see. That was something for the world to see. So I want to do the same thing with chemistry. We need to see ourselves in power so we won't disappear, so we won't go extinct, so we can get that extra spark in our lives to get this thing right. And men, I don't know. Where y'all at? I don't know if y'all still exist or not. I mean, men. I'm not talking about just the male species. I'm talking about men. Men that would take care of their families. Men that would love and respect their women. But we have to give that love and respect back. I understand that. We have to do the same thing. We can't sit around and slap a man and 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 put him down everywhere every every turn that he makes. If he makes a mistake, we need to be supportive. If we make a mistake, he needs to be supportive. We got to support each other. And there's a lot of things out there. That has influenced our lives and our well being. But we have to be strong enough within each other to, to go past that. We can't let that stop us from being who we are, to get it right, to get ourselves together. There are so many bad images out there that put you and me down. If they, can't, if they couldn't get you through segregation and the water hoses and the dogs like they did back in the 50s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, if they can't do that now, they can shoot you down with a gun or they can subliminally make you feel as though you're nothing. They can use all kinds of negative in- images toward you to make you feel as though you're nothing. You can do something spectacular, and the next year or so, it was a Caucasian supremacist that did it and took that away from you. So they're doing all kinds of things to you to make you feel bad, to make you feel negative, to make you look down on yourself and your partner self or just our people in general. Men, women, they're after the children. They want to extinct you. It's simple as that. They want to extinct you. But are we going to let them do it? No. Is Mother Nature going to let them do it? No. Is the universe going to let them get rid of the dark matter? I don't think so. And the reason why I say that is because we have got to get ourselves together, make ourselves stronger, so that the universe and Mother Nature can have something to work with. They can't work with nothing if you feel as though you're nothing. You have to be about your business for the universe and and Mother Nature to look upon you and say, hey, y'all ain't going nowhere. No, because we see the strength coming through. This is something that we're going to support. You have to think in those terms. I know that it might sound a little nutty to some of y'all, but that's the problem. That's the problem. The images and the messages make you feel that your brothers and sisters are nutty. Now, this I can say for the conscious community, at least they're doing something. At least they're saying something even though they're saying it and putting it in the wrong context. In other words, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. They tell you all these things as a conscious brother and sister. But if you could be a fly on the wall, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're not doing what they're saying, telling you to do. You know, I mean, a lot of them full of shit. A lot of them. So they need to get up off of that and start being correct or their world will fall down. Mother Nature sees that shit. The universe sees everything you're doing. Everything. I ain't talking about no Jesus. You know, I'm not talking about no no white Jesus coming down and helping y'all out. Because the white Jesus put himself in your place. You are the chosen one, not them. You are. You can take Saul. The chosen ones worship and adore Saul. Saul's so hot out there right now. Can't nobody take him in the universe but us. So you are the chosen one. Don't feel like that just because you can't stand the sun. go out. You don't get out there and you stand in it. Two or three hours, four, five, six, seven hours. That's not what our ancestors did. They worshiped the sun at particular times. All right? And when they did that, they were able to adapt to it. They were natural in all the things that they did. Now, today, with all the mess that we're having to sustain within ourselves and in our bodies, it's it's hard for basically anyone to just stand out in the sun four and five hours at a time, high noon. You can't do that. None of us can with all this mess we have in our system. But you can go out there first thing in the morning when sun rises, five, six o'clock in the morning, stand out there for 35, 45 an hour. Come on back in. Find you some shade. If you're still outside, find you some shade. Hang out there. I suggest not going out there high noon. No, that's a no-no. But right maybe three or four hours before the sun set, go out there and enjoy enjoy all. You can do that. Any time when it's not intense, like a microwave, then you can go out there and enjoy. Other than that, I would tell you, no, it's not feasible to do that. You see what's happening to all the rest, all the other so-called folks who say that they can sustain it. And this goes for some of us, blisters, um, rednecks, uh, burnt skin, Saul will do that to you if you don't know how to handle Saul. You have to know how to handle it. So I'm saying all that to say it's time for you to get yourself together. It's time for us to, well, it's past time for us to wake up. The awakening has happened. The awakening has came and gone. Now it's up to you to do what you're supposed to do with the information. Now, the information is still flowing, and the reason why I say it's still flowing is the information is flowing through the ones who know. So your job now is to pass that information along to others that don't know. You have to pass it along to the rest that don't know to keep the information flowing, the information back in 2012 came, it blew in like a storm. Right before then, I was feeling it in the air. You could cut it with a knife. You just knew that something wasn't right. You just knew that something is different than it was yesterday. You just felt that, I felt it. It was just different. So now that the information is here, it's time for us to pass it along. Get your get yourself together. Now right now we're at the top of the hour. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna play some music that I'm gonna come back. We're gonna read a chapter of the chemistry trilogy, bright light. And I think that's gonna be I don't know, let's see. That's going to be, let me go back. I know the last time I did this, I screwed up and almost read a chapter that I wasn't supposed to read. But I corrected it. We got it together. Okay, we did, last week we did part 97, The Uniting. So right now we're going to do part 96, The Visitor's Return. That's going to be interesting. The Visitor's Return. I suggest you go ahead on, go to my website experience chemistry with the k.com experience chemistry with the k.com and order the bright light order the gathering of the vanguard order the war and read along with us every friday we're going to read a chapter and then we're going to discuss we're going to discuss what we read i think you're going to enjoy them and i tell you what the fourth book chemistry 9x i got a special going on you can get that book. the regular price is eleven ninety nine I'm taking twenty percent off of that, which I think is around nine dollars nine and some change. I know you buy probably what uh Starbucks or something for nine bucks when you can get the fourth book chemistry nine x you can get that. For nine and some change. Also, I'm going to personally autograph that for you. I'm going to send you a little gift in your envelope. And guess what? I'm going to also ship that to you, free shipping and handling. How about that? Free shipping and handling. To the first 100 that will give me their email, and then I will email you back to get your information to where I can send the book. Okay, It's going to be for a limited time only, probably uh, right before our Comic-Con. We have a Comic-Con coming up here in Birmingham at the Winfrey Hotel, Hyatt Regency, right here in Hoover. So if you go ahead on, get your book. If you don't want to, if you don't want to autograph then, you can bring it to the Comic-Con. I will autograph it there. We can meet, greet, talk chit-chat about science fiction, chit-chat about a whole lot of things. Just come by my booth, check me out, and see what's going on. In the meantime, we are going to switch top of the hour, play some music, get down a little bit, and we're going to come back and we're going to read.
1: Tribute,
2: say something! You want me to say something? Fine. I'll say something. You. You people. you know the race. You are a virus. You destroy the world. Everything beautiful, you poison. You drag us from our homes, you... Rape our daughters, murder our sons. You crack our spines and do all you can to break our will. You stab us. Then you put the knife in our hand and tell us it's our fault. And if you don't do it yourself, you stand by, close your eyes, and pretend there's nothing wrong. And then you pray to your God to silence our screams so that You can enjoy the happiness that we built for you with our blood, but it's not your fault. It's the only way you know how to be. And the only thing that will change anything is if another virus comes along, does to you what you do to us. hope that happens very soon. Wow. <sighs>
0: gotta ascend people. We got to ascend. You must ascend. You can't keep living like you're living. You got to you got to reach higher. You got to go higher. You must ascend. You have to go higher. Part ninety six the visitors return. We're in that now. The chemistry bright light. We're gonna read that. So if you have your novels out, your books out If you don't have one out, let's go ahead and read it. Let's see. Did we read that one? Did we read that? You know, family, we did read that. I have a little check mark on it. We did read it. We did read that one. Actually, we're on part 95, the ritual. Part 95, the ritual. That's the one that we're on right now. We did 96 last week. We're doing 95. Now, and if you kind of wonder, how is it that I went from part 100 and I'm counting down to 95 instead of going back the opposite direction, it's deep. So when you get the novels, you'll, you'll realize that it's a countdown. What it is, it's a countdown. Not a count up, but a countdown. And when we get to book five, we're gonna count down to not chapter one, but it's gonna be XX. So here we go. Part ninety five the ritual. It was surprise it was a surprise to Ayera that her husband ended up at the airport. Standing there she wondered, what was going on with him? the airport Mm. since you are so secretive I have a secret and a surprise at the same time for you said Leonard oh really she asked really the baggage handler followed them to the counter and placed their bags down beside them Leo said to the ticket agent I have made first class reservations for two to Cairo Egypt the name is Knight We're going to Egypt? You knew I always wanted to go there. Thank you, baby. This is one of the best surprises you have given me. The first was asking me to marry you. I love you. I love you, too, he replied. After their reservations were confirmed, they walked away from the counter towards the airplane catwalk. And Ayer asked, we won't be back in two days. How did you pull this off, considering the mission? It was a granted, I was granted a week and a half by General Miller. He said two newlywed people deserve a chance to be together for more than a few days. He also said to her, baby, I might not be coming home for another year or two. This is how important this thing is. I shouldn't be telling you this, but... Then don't tell me. If it has something to do with security of the country, then I don't want to know. You're right. I shouldn't tell you. But you're wrong. It has nothing to do with the security of the United States. It has something to do with the security of the entire world. His eyes told it all. Ayera could read her husband like a book. Whatever was going on at that place, it was too intense to even mention. It was no wonder that he and the general picked up, picked her up at the airport, appearing to be civilians. When the stewardess took their tickets and they sat in their seats, Leo went on to say, baby, I think I'm going to quit the Marines. I'm going to put in for early retirement. You've never heard me say this before, but I'm afraid, afraid of the mission and where this is all going. There are things that were told to me, and if it got out that I know them, then there's no telling what would happen to me. My safety, our safety, is not guaranteed. He thought to himself, Dr. Ocellus may have tried to set him up. The unthinkable came to him. What if the general knew what was going on with the information the doctor told him? After all, he is the general and he should know each and everything that goes on there. There was no way in hell the doctor would keep this from, keep this important discovery to herself. His thoughts were short-lived as soon as he turned to face his wife when they strapped themselves in. After they were in the air, the Egyptian pilot announced, we will arrive in Cairo in two hours. Please feel free to walk about the plane. Watch any movie you choose and take advantage of our cuisine, and thank you for choosing to fly Egyptian air. Ayura and her husband dined on the finest food they offered. Once the champagne was consumed, they decided to rest the remainder of the way. What seemed like a moment in time, Leo glanced out the window and saw the sights of the land. Cairo was magnificent. The pyramids in the distance were commanding in every way. When Ayra set her eyes upon them, she felt a force like no other as they were beckoning her. Her first priority was to go to them, to be near them, to touch them. The structures were calling her body to be present inside of them. She could not shake the feeling, so she requested to her husband to get to the closest to get the closest hotel near them. When the plane landed and their entire luggage was claimed, a stranger approached them and offered to drive them in his cab to the Hilton Pyramid Hotel. The Giza Pyramids were in the background of the hotel. Although Leo was not a golfer, it had a golf course and he thought that was great. Maybe one day, he might try and learn when he retired. By the looks of the hotel, when they walked in, it was themed with thousands of years of ancient Egyptian history. The on-site spa was inviting to Ayera, and she decided to dedicate herself to her well-being by making good use of it. After arriving to their suite, the stranger who drove them helped them helped in assistance with their luggage to the room on the third floor. He said to Leo, may the ancestors be with her. He thought that was a strange thing to say. Leo nodded his head back to the stranger and gave him a tip for his help. Inside, most everything in the room was shaped exactly like a pyramid, except the tub, which mimicked a pharaoh's tomb. The colors were beige, black, and gold. All the fixtures in the bath were gold. It was stunning. By midday, the two of them were more than ready to explore the cultures and sights of Cairo. They walked the streets and spotted a little cafe where they dined and drank the local fare. Night began to fall and they strolled back hand in hand to their room where they too were exhausted to be together. All they could do was bathe and fall asleep in each other's arms. Bright and early the next morning, Ayera and Leo were awakened by a call to their room. They had scheduled for each day they were there. After breakfast, it was recommended to them that they tour the city named Luxor and Nama Bay. The first stop the bus made was in Luxor. It was once an ancient Egypt capital. It's literally an open-air museum, and they were all struck of the beauty of the ancestors' masonry and wondrous creations ever known to man. They made their way to the Valley of the Kings. In the pamphlet they carried, it said Luxor was divided by the Nile in two areas, commonly known as the East Bank and West Bank, which were considered in ancient Egyptian times a symbol respective of life and death. On the west bank, the tombs of Tutankhamun, Tutankhamun, always had problems with those names, Tutankhamun, lay in the Valley of the Kings and in the Valley of the Queens by Nefertiti's tomb, lay Nefertiti's tomb, Ramses II, favorite wife, let's read that again, on the west bank, The tombs of Tutankhamun lay in the Valley of the Kings, and in the Valley of the Queens lay Nefertiti's tomb, Ramses II's favorite wife. Valley of the Queens was a place where the wives of the pharaohs were buried in ancient times, as well as princesses, princes, and various members of nobility. They took pictures after picture of all that was in their eyesight. Look, sweetheart, said Ayera. Pointing to a drawing resembling him on a stone on a stone on a wall, it has been said we've lived before. Leo looked closely and carefully at the depiction of his lookalike and had a few reservations about its appearance. And he said to her, "I don't think he looks like me, but I do see the shape of my head, sort of." Okay. I feel something inside of me, Leo, something that wants to, I don't know, want to break away from my being. I feel anxious. You want to go back to the hotel? Are you ill? No, not ill, just anxious, nervous. It's I need to do something, and I don't know what it is. A could not for the life of her understand what it was she needed to do. But they continued on. They visited three of the sixty three tombs, and it was a must that they visit Tutan tomb. Tomb in the booklet, they read his tomb was undisturbed when it was discovered in nineteen twenty two. Ramses IV also lay there as well. Under the massive cliffs of the Nile, they saw the mortuary temple of Hats Hatshets, Hatshets, but. Hatshepsut. Hatshepsut, 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 okay, I'm not going to say that again. It was also known as Deir el-Bahar. It is dedicated to Amun-Ra, the sun god. Inside they saw the sun court, chapel, and the sanctuary. Ayura thought to herself, what a beautiful temple, and it was dedicated to her Nubian ancestors who wielded all power. After departing the temple, they boarded the tour bus and headed straight for the Hard Rock Cafe in Nama Bay. It was recommended as a great place to stop and have a bite, especially if you feel like having some American food mixed with the atmosphere of home. Leo had been away for a while, and this was perfect for him to experience a little red, white, and blue. Inside the cafe... It had a wild collection of rock star memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Ray Charles. During the stop in Nama Bay, the two relaxed on the beachfront, walking and talking about what they had experienced so far. There were all types of beach and water activities, plus a glass bottom boat to ride on the Red Sea. It was considered a paradise for snorkelers and divers, who could enjoy the coral reefs and the amazing, amazing colored fish. But the two opted out for a simple swim in the warm waters. Late into the afternoon, when they boarded back onto the bus, a little damp after their swim, Leo said, The shower is mine. Want to join me? My energy level is out of the roof. I can't wait to hold you in my arms and finally give you what we both needed, she replied. After undressing and leaving their clothes in the very spot where they stepped out of them, Leo and the made the way to made the shower a love nest and the longing of time past was not enough to satisfy them the first time around as they kissed Leo looked Leo took his hands and placed them between his wife's thighs and they made love in the shower, and I'm not going to describe we're not going to read it. You all buy the book. Buy the book, and then you can read it for yourself. All right? Okay, he says, next to heaven, this is where I always want to be, with you. All right, and we're going to go past that, and we're going to go here. The sun was setting over the bustling city of Cairo, and the famous pyramids on the Giza Plateau came to life. They viewed a magnificent magical sound and light show from their hotel balcony. They could hear the narration and see the multicolored lighting of the pyramids by the curators of the city. This was an enchanting atmosphere, and the history of these mysteriously built gigantic structures was truly one of the best experiences a man could have given to his wife. After the show was over, their meal was served to them, in their room by the chef who informed Leo after he, after he tipped the man to watch carefully over his wife and not let her out of his sight. Let's read that again. After the show was over, their meal was served to them in their room by the chef who informed Leo after he tipped the man to watch carefully over his wife and not let her out of his sight. Hmm. Leo hoped that Ayera didn't hear that, didn't hear what he said, as he watched her reaction after he shut the door quickly on him. She was taste-testing the food and complimenting on how delicious it was. Taste this, darling, you'll love it, she said. Leo walked over to the balcony and observed several strange-looking men watching him. He began to go into marine mode. Not paying much attention to it, he tasted the meal and said it was good. This made a wonder what was going on in his mind. But she could not stop eating at the dinner. In other words, she was picking on it.
5: He walked over
0: to his personal tote, and in this tote, he had placed an undetectable pistol in it. He removed it and placed it in the side of his pants, under his shirt. He said to her, this is what I want you to do. I am going outside for a moment. I want you to lock this door behind me, and do not let anyone in here. Do you understand? Ayura puffled by her man in this revelation, wondered what the hell was going on. But she agreed to do exactly what he demanded. Leo left the room, and on the other side of the door, he spoke to Ayera, instructing her to lock it now. And when he returned, he would knock three times, and then, only then, would she open the door after hearing his voice. Following his tactical instincts, he exited out of the side door. He carefully peeked around a corner of the building and watched the three men standing in front of the hotel, still in the same place from when he first observed them. They were brazen enough to care whether anyone saw them or not. Leo walked away from the side of the hotel and into the semi dark parking lot. His thoughts were to surprise the men, approach them from behind, kick butt, and ask questions later. Once he had them surprised, Leo snatched the biggest of the three and twisted his arm. He punched him in the nose and pushed him to the ground. It happened so quickly, one of them ran away as fast as he could. Leo had the third man cornered between two vehicles and shouted at him, Why are you spying on me and my wife? Calmly, he replied with the sense of an ass kicking coming on, the man said, we wanted to inform you and your wife the coming of a turn in power. In the near future, a queen and a king, along with the star people, will repossess the universe. They will expel man and his kind with all of his evils on all the planets in the heavens where he, was, where he had ventured. This you need to know because your wife is the key. Her name Ayura, it means that she is the chosen one. How do you know her name? And what the hell are you talking about, you and your idiotic ancient traditions? My wife sure is the chosen one. I chose her, and she chose me. We have nothing to do with this place and your outlandish predictions. And if you don't get the hell of stepping I'm going to show you a tradition that we carry out back home where I'm from. It's called kick ass and ask questions later. Leo pulled out his pistol and warned them to never come near him or his wife again. The man agreed. The stranger and his partner walked away from him and into the dark of night. Making his way back to the room, Leo's knuckles on his right hand were sore and bruised. He said to himself, "How am I going to explain this to my wife? He did not want her to fear being there as their trip had just begun. As much as she was enjoying every minute of it and he was enjoying every minute of her, this was posing a problem for him. He was growing mad as hell, all the while thinking of what just happened. He hated to do what he did to the brothers, but swore if push come to shove, he would find out who they were and assassinate everyone who would dare pull a stunt like that again. He would do it without the country's knowledge. When he returned, he knocked as promised. Ayera asked who it it was, and her husband answered. She let him in and hugged his neck tightly. Then she could not help but observe his hand. It was beginning to swell immensely. Darling, what happened to you? Where did you go, she asked. Oh, I I accidentally caught my hand in the door going out to the pool patio to look at the pyramids before they turned all the lights out. You could have looked at them right here from the balcony. Yeah, I know, but I wanted to see the other one, the smaller one. You can barely see that one from here. So don't tell me the real reason. I won't pressure you if you don't want me to know. Okay, fine. But this is what I do want you to know. Never ever go anywhere on this trip without me, okay? Now that being said, I'm starved. Is the food still hot? Yes, let me fix you some of it. It's delicious. From that point on, Leo forgot about the swelling of his hand. He and his wife sat and ate their supper together. They talked about the joy of being in Africa and every aspect of it, right from the sand dunes of Mali and Timbuktu right down to being in Cairo and Luxor near the Nile River. This was her dream come true. Again, they made love all through the night, only stopping once for Ayera to make her way to the bathroom. After being in there for so long and making sure she was looking perfect in her appearance for her man, she returned only to find him asleep curled up with an oversized pillow under his head. She smiled and said to herself, he's really had a very long day and he needs his rest because in the morning, he better be ready to make love again. A hero was wide awake, so she chose to dress herself in her swimsuit and go down to the pool and take a swim against her husband's advice. When she arrived, there was no one in sight, just the sound of the calming waters flowing from the waterfall. She untied the belt to her bathrobe and dove in on the deep end. She swam the length of the pool to the shallow end. When she came up for air, there stood the men who Leo encountered earlier, but more of them. Before Yira could scream, one of them pulled her out and placed his hands over her mouth with a white cloth. She remembered nothing else.
5: When she awoke, she
0: was in front of a grassy mud hut, naked and totally exposed, lying on a makeshift shrine, and in her presence was a group of men and women dressed in straw skirts with masks that looked like upside-down human figures. She could not move her body, yet she was not tied down in any way. She was paralyzed. They repeatedly chanted words, Nomo Ama again and again. Ayura was terrified for her life and regretted that she did not take heed to her husband's wishes not to venture out on her own. She was approached by a man who looked to be their leader or their priest, and he chanted unfamiliar words over and over her that she could not understand. If they were going to harm her in any way, She was wishing they would go ahead and get it over with. But instead, after the chanting and the dancing, he held in his hands a chalice made of pure gold with the biggest red jewel in the middle of it a year had ever seen. It contained a thick red colored liquid that reeked of eucalyptus and olive oils. He drew a triangle on her abdomen with the liquid and in the triangle, he drew a circle and a line. From the line, he extended three limbs, one across the line and two on the bottom of the line. After he drew this, he beckoned her to drink its contents, and she had no other choice but to oblige. One swallow of the aromatic, aromatic drink produced instant nausea. And up came all her supper and everything else she had consumed that day. She was ill to the point of passing out. But she could still hear the celebration of the strange people's ritual. Ayura was deathly afraid. Before she knew it, she was back on the deck of the pool. To her, it was as if she never went anywhere. But she knew she had been taken unknowingly against her will. While wrapping herself in her white robe, dazed, confused, and terrified, she ran back to the hotel room she shared with her husband, who was asleep in the same position she left him in. With him resting so soundly, this disturbed her to a point of never closing her eyes at all. At all. The rest of the With him resting so soundly, she... This disturbed her to the point of never closing her eyes at all the rest of the night. She sat up quietly in the shadows alone in a chair in the corner of the room, and with the streetlights sifting through the blinds, it reflected off her tear-stained face.
5: All right,
0: people, that was part, part 95, The ritual. So, year went through something, didn't she? She didn't know what was going on. She thought she was still at the pool. She could have, she could have, she really thought that she hadn't left the pool. But they had taken her. And they, whatever they did to her, it really made her ill it really had her tripping, in other words. I, I I don't know if that happened to me. That's almost like a time-traveling thing where when they snatched her, it was almost as if she never went anywhere because she was right back in a split second. But she remembered what had happened to her. She remembered it all, but... She might have been gone for hours and hours. Well, not hours and hours. Couldn't be because Leo was still in the same position. She more than likely was probably gone four hours, three or four hours. I don't know if he would be in that position for three or four hours. But she was gone between, I say between two and four hours she was gone. But to her, it was like she didn't go anywhere. And whatever they did to her, it made her ill, And also she understood that she would never do that again. She would never do anything where her husband told her, hey, don't do this, you know. So I guess she learned her lesson. But anyway, next Friday we'll be doing the return home part 94, the return home. So that's going to be interesting as well. We're almost, once we do the return home, we'll be
5: halfway
0: halfway through the book. Okay, we'll be halfway through the book once we do the return home, read the return home next Friday. So by that time, will not you guys go ahead on to Amazon.com or Experience Chemistry with a K.com and order your books. And then next week, we all can read it together. You all can keep up, know where I am. You can understand what's going on, and uh, we can read that together. So right now, we're at the bottom of the half the second half of the hour and i just want to i just want to talk about some things there's a lot going on now in the country there's a lot going on in politics right now i'm going to say this the people that voted for the man that's the president in office now they're getting exactly what they asked for Soon there won't be such a thing as white privilege Now, there are some people that I know that's trying to get a status of being white, and i'm kind of I'm kind of questioning that. I can see the status being an autochthonous indigenous original American to this land, but I'm having a problem with the white part on the SF-181. When I went to change my name, my name now is legally Seta Ama Aseda Muna Ali El. That is my name. My parents, my great-great-great-grandparents, my great-great-great-granddad was a Cherokee. They say Cherokee, but he was a char rookie. Char, you know, when you char something, you put it on the grill and you burn it, kind of burn it up, okay? Because I like, you know, I eat meat every now and then. I, I love chicken. I'm not going to lie. I ain't going to lie about that. I love chicken. I don't do beef, but I do turkey. Love turkey, love chicken. And when you sort of burn your rotisserie meat, per se, you know, if you're rotisserie in it, fixing it up and you kinda of burn it, you you, you you char it. You know, you char ribs if you're into that, you know. You char ribs, you you char pork if you're into that, like I said. You burn it a little bit. Well, my great great grandfather was not a chair rookie, but a char rookie. Meaning that the people were dark. They wasn't black. You know, some of them could have been now. You know, I, I've never seen a, a black person, totally black. But there may have been some back in the day. But anyway, he was a charrokee, and my great-great-great-great-grandmother was a Powhatan up in Virginia. Now, I don't know if she came down and got him or if he went up there and got her. I traced them back to Powhatan and Cherokee. So I changed my name to who I am, that I am, that I am, and not what someone else told me who I was. Now, my mother, she didn't have any idea of what was going on. You know, they didn't know. Well, the past was hidden from them. Knowledge and history was hidden from them because they was restricted to read now when they say that they don't want they didn't want our people to read because if we read back in the day the truth would have came sooner than now all things would have been revealed back in the day and that's the reason why they didn't want them to read because they didn't want the truth revealed it took this long for the truth to come out what back what just say the 18 Just say my great-great-grandmother, she was born in 1856. If our people was able to read their shit, their English language, and all the stuff that they wrote and passed it down, and we were able to just outright read like we're doing now, then this would have been revealed a long time ago. And more information is coming out, more and more each day. But back then, if we wasn't restricted, our people wasn't restricted, and we was able to read, oh, wow. By now, we, would, we may have been in the process of taking over what belongs to us. But that didn't happen, so we got to do it now. And there's no better time than to start now. So getting back to me changing my name, it is official. Seta, I'm a Setamun Ali. My mother named me Rosetta. I just shortened the rose and just used Seta. And you know, Seti, Set. Maybe my mother was tapping into something that she didn't know. That she didn't realize what she was tapping into. My first name was Mary. Mary is another name for a set. Su- for offset so i didn't use offset a u s e t i just use a s e t so basically my name is backwards It's frontward and backwards setta set setter a set s e t a a s e t that's my name setter my middle name is Amma. Actually Aset is my middle name as well. Instead of Rose Mary, my my mother named me Mary Rosetta. But instead of Rosetta Rosetta Mary, Rosetta Mary Setta Aset is Rosetta Mary. But my mother named me Mary Rosetta. And she was tapping into something that she didn't realize she was tapping into. So I tapped into it for her. (laughs) My name is Seta Aset Amun Ali El. Seta Amma Aset Amun Ali El. And Ama is another word for Aset as well. Actually, Ama is another word for Amun, or Amen or Amen. And L, of course, is the last names of the Cherokee and the Powhatan. So I use that for my last name as well. So it's still all in the same realm. Mary Rosetta. And Jackson, of course, is, I guess, the plantation owner's last name for his slaves. (laughs) That was my father's name. And I'm doing all this on the matriarch side. Now, as far as my father's side, I have no idea. I was named after my grandmother, which was his mother's name, Rosetta. And... Mary, my mother added that on there to make. Cause I don't know, Set Setta. I don't know. That's uh, that's a question because
5: Setta Set
0: was the dark side of you. I do believe, and Ra or was it? What was it? Oh, I can't think right now. But that would have been the light side of you. So actually, I think that my grandmother on my father's side was something to deal with. And that's how I got Rosetta. set set. That's how I got Rosetta. And then the light side of me, Mary, I don't know where she got the Mary from. But I like it. I like the Mary. The The Rosetta sort of was like a question for me as I was coming up and realizing about names. I think when I was feeling disagreeable about something, then the Rosetta part came out. But when I felt happy and lighthearted, I think the merry part of me came out. I don't know. It's just a thought. But so now I'm happy with my I'm happy with my new name. Sarah I'm a Monali El, I like it. That's me. And that's what I am from here on out. And I'm I'm feeling very happy about it, very positive about it. And when I am addressed, by the so called supremacists, they have to call me Miss Amun L. Amen. L. They have to call me that. Miss Amun L. Miss Amun L. That is my name. Of course, if you say it fast, you won't be able to hear, it. but if you say it so, Amun. And then I don't have to put the L. I could just have A. Miss Amun. Miss Amun? Amun? I like that as well. Either one. I'm O'Neal. That is me. So if you want to change your name, go ahead. Now, when I changed my name back in 2014, you didn't have to pay anything but $31 and some change here where I am now. But now if you want to change your name, they're going to take you to be checked by the FBI that you've got to have to you've got to get your fingerprints printed and you also got to go through the Alabama Department of Firearms and Bureau whatever the Alabama DUI Alabama you know Department of Federal Bureau whatever the tobacco and firearms thing you got and uh you got to go through the sheriff department you got to pay them and you got to pay the FBI to get your name changed now, plus you got to pay thirty some odd dollars to the courts to get your name changed. So I would just, I just made it, I just made it in the nick of time to change mine without having to go through their system. Because once you give them your fingerprints and once you're checked by their sheriff's department, they got you in two systems. They got you in their FBI system and they got they got you in your their sheriff's department system, so they got you they got you so and with their if you're changing your name, especially the name that I changed my name, especially if your name is like that, they' really looking at you, you know, and you know really have you in their system and like oh yeah, she's got that she's got that Arabic name, she's got that um she's got that um um Saddam, I mean, what the uh, Bin Laden. She's got that Bin Laden name, you know. She come from over there overseas. She's not an original American. Boy, please, you know, bye with that mess. Yes, I am the indigenous, original American woman right here in this land. So you can't deny me and tell me that I'm not. And I do identify myself as such. But... I'm having a problem, like I said, identifying as white because I think at this point in time, folks' privileges are going to be revoked because we're going through so much nowadays. They they want to have a one world government where everybody is everybody and the people that are white per se, they don't want that. They're saying get out of our country. This is our country. Come on. This is not Where do you, where do you get off saying this is your country? When you come from overseas, when our people, highly melanated people come from everywhere. We come from everywhere. It's not a place on this earth that we didn't come from. And so you're going to tell me to get out of, get out of your country when You can't even find out where you come from? You don't even know where the hell you come from? And you're going to tell me to get out of your country? Come on. What sense does that make? People of highly melanated colors. Y'all need to start thinking about, y'all really need to start thinking about things. You, You really need to get down and get dirty with thinking about what's happening. You're just sitting idly by, looking and listening and just playing along with everybody and just living day by day, nonchalantly. All you're doing is a consumer. You don't produce anything. Start getting your businesses together. Go out, purchase some land together. Even purchase an old abandoned city together. Why can't we do that? What? I mean... We done got so lazy to the point that we can't ban our money together and purchase an old ghost town or something and build it up as people and have your own city? You mean to tell me you done got that lazy? I mean, that's just trifling. That right there does not make sense. Why can't we all get together, work together, and work this out? And have this thing going on. I mean, what's with it, people? Think about it. Why can't we like, okay, if 144,000 of us gave $10, let's see how much that is. Let's do some calculations. I want to calculate that. Let me pull the little calculator thing up right here. Let's check that out. Let's check that out. Oh, I want to throw something else in there. You know, I have 144 followers on my Facebook page, 144 followers. That's something else. Okay, let's do 144, bam, 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 times, and I'm just going to say, let's say, I know y'all can come up with $100 a piece. I mean, for real, though. Come on. Let's say 200. Y'all can come up with $200 a piece times 200, $200. Let's see how much money this is. $28,800. Now, check this out. What if we come up, 144,000 of us, just say we come up with, let's see, 144,000 times $1,000. We can come up with $1,000. I mean, you don't have to have it right now, you know. You can have it later, okay? A hundred thousand. I mean, thousand dollars, okay? What is that going to be? That's a hundred and forty-four thousand dollars. So why can't we do that? Why can't we do that? A hundred and forty-four thousand dollars, a thousand dollars a piece. You can raise that up in a month. A thousand dollars a piece. If you can't get it in a month. Make it two months. But just come up with it. Just come up with it. $1,000 a piece. And we could at least begin to look around for an old ghost town or something. You know? Begin to look around for some land that we could build our own buildings on. And start from there. It would be nice to build it next to an old abandoned town because if you don't have all the money for the old abandoned town, at least you would have the money for the land near by the old abandoned town. And then once you get everything start rolling and you start getting it together, then you purchase the old abandoned town. But that's a question. Because if the establishment see what you're trying to do, they may not sell you the abandoned town so it would be it would behoove us to come up with the money for the abandoned town and then just take it all from there but it can be done anything is possible nothing is possible without us nothing is possible without us
5: all things are possible because of us and nobody else we rule it's all about us it always has been about us. So think
0: about that. Think about it. Right now, we're at the top of the hour. We've got about five, six, seven. We've got about seven minutes and some change. Again, this is the Chemistry Trilogy Show. My name is Seta, Seta Moon Aliel. You can call me Miss Amunel. I can go for that. Much respect. Much love to you. I will be back next friday at 7 p.m. central 8 eastern for another couple of hours on the talk show live show platform i'm sorry on the talk show live platform i like talk show i do like it better than i do blog talk blog talk has too many ads going on it's too much blinking you have i i i listen to some of the shows and it's just too much going on you can't type because when you try to type you know with so many people in there and so much so many ads and so much going on that it's a bad delay they're charging people now for even listening to blog talk and i and i'm putting it out there you know i know i'm not supposed to. i'm just going to say the other channel okay the other channel okay uh they charge for the other channel this is the perfect platform for our people to be in, and the show platform. I love this. It's easy, it's fast, it's fun, and most of all, it's free. Who don't like free? I love free. So join me again next Friday at 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern, for the Chemistry Trilogy Show. I will be talking about You know, the things happen through the day, plus we do the chemistry trilogy reading. And we can just chit-chat and talk about anything. I thought we may have a few calls this evening, but no one took advantage to come in, tell their friends about it. And they didn't come in, so maybe they'll come in next week. Again, I hope you enjoyed the show on the 33-degree parallel broadcasting this evening. I will be broadcasting again on the 33-degree parallel next Friday, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, on the Chemistry Trilogy Show. I hope you will join me. And so right now, excuse me, right now we're going to take off. Have a great evening, everyone. Peace, love.